to the Heat versus the World podcast. And now, stand up and make some noise for your host, Joel Jacob. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joel Jacob, and you can follow me on Twitter at JoelKJacob underscore. And with me always, I got some guests. First, we got Miami Flash PE. Say what's up to the people, Flash. What's going on, everybody? Good times ahead, guys. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Miami Clutch PE. You'll see me celebrating like crazy like I did last night. And then following him, we got another um, female correspondent, Jules. Say what's up to the people. Hi, guys. It's Jules. I used to be 305 Hero, but now I'm Hoodie Jules, J-U-L-E-Z. And then following that, we have our OG female correspondent, Miss Angelina Martell. Say what's up to the people, Ange. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Angelina Martell. You can follow me on Twitter at Angie Martell with two E's for your latest Miami Heat updates and maybe an occasional Angie moment. You never know. All right, y'all. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode. Yo, I'm very happy right now. For all the people out there that was talking about how this Heat team was not going to go to the playoffs, how they were the bubble frauds and all that, (laughs) how y'all feel right now? (coughs) Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is a clown. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is a clown. (laughs) Isn't it just poetic that we beat the Celtics to do it? The freaking Celtics, that team that fraud was a part of for so many years. And it just felt great. Like, Celtics fans are so, so, and the team, they're just so awful. I hate them so much. And we just beat their ass. And it was great. And I love it. Like, wow, bro. For it to have went down the way it did. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, but without further ado, I mean, let's just talk about this game real quick, all right? So let's see. Miami went out. They did their job. And to be real with you, I was very happy about this win, not only because we were able to clinch a playoff spot and all that, but one thing specifically that had me hyped up was we did this without having Jimmy Butler in that second half, which I think was huge because, you know, it's no secret that Miami has constantly relied on him throughout the season. So for them to hop in and get the job done, even when when knowing that Jimmy wasn't going to play, because it's not like, you know, what was it? This was something that they were prepared for, for him to not play the rest of the game. You know, that just came out of nowhere when he bumped into Smart. So for Miami to go out there and get the job done, despite all of the obstacles that was trying to get thrown in their way, that's freaking amazing if you ask me. What about you, Flash? That collective effort, because you said it, Jimmy went out. And I think they even, like, early in that third quarter, they came, they either tied the game or just got really close or maybe even took the lead, something like that. And just the collective effort from these four guys in specific, Bam, Duncan, Goron, and Tyler, they 
they made it seem like we didn't need Jimmy. Obviously, for big games, we are going to need Jimmy. But for that, those that thirty, no, I'm sorry, that twenty-four minute span, like it just went so seamless. At the end, the the usual, we have a big lead, so it goes down a little bit. Uh, thing happened, but I had zero problem with that. Duncan Robinson did things that I've never seen him do in specifically in the third quarter. Taking off the dribble, one leg Dirk Nowitzki style mid range shots, and uh, yeah, Bam took took those Jimmy moments that Jimmy usually has, and just for himself, he worked, he distributed the ball, he did everything the way he was supposed to do it, and Goron, man, just <laughs> in that fourth quarter, the ghost of Steph Curry just took over that man's body because he was nailing shots from like thirty feet. So I loved it. Tyler did his thing. He had he was leading score twenty four points and his little short T Rex arms got eleven rebounds. So I loved it. I loved everything about this game. I loved it that we did it against those fraud Celtics, against their fraud fans in their fraud building. Woo! Let's go. All right. <laughs> and then Jules, what about you? How did you feel about last night's game? I think it was a really good win against like a really good team because honestly, the Celtics have dealt with like COVID and injuries just like us. And like, I feel like if they didn't deal with that, they definitely would be a playoff team. Like, no, like, like no question. So it was really nice to be able to go out and get that win against a good team that, um, that should be in the playoffs and, and hopefully, um, will meet again in in the playoffs. Cause I mean, those two games, I mean, they, they had to be the most fun all season. And then what about you, Ange? Man, does it feel good to clinch a playoff spot, bro. Oh, my goodness. And I feel like with this game, Miami knew this was going to be probably their biggest and most important game of the season, considering that if we didn't win this game, we would still have to fight for a spot in the playoffs and avoid the play-in tournament. But now I feel like that we've won and that we've clinched our spot. Even if we lose these next three games, we're still guaranteed a spot. So I feel like that's a lot of weight lifted off of their shoulders from that. Um, I just want to reiterate, Paul Pierce, you are a clown. Look at yourself. You freaking played yourself, bro. Look how stupid you look. Anyways, um, what I mostly enjoyed about this game was that they kept it really close in the beginning, which kept people on the edge of their seats, kept it like exciting, you know, whatnot. And I found out earlier today that our bench outscored Boston's by 30, which is quite amazing, you know, considering the players they had off the bench. Um... We shot a career, I mean, not a career, I'm sorry, a season high, 53% from the three-point line. And like Clutch said, Duncan Robinson, Gordon Dragic did amazing things from three. Jimmy Butler hit a couple Clutch threes. Um, Tyler Hero scored a double-double yesterday, doubling his points since last um, the last game against Boston that we won. He had 24 points and 11 rebounds and also doubled up his minutes too. So, you know, this game was certainly an amazing one and just we proved everyone wrong. We are not a bubble fluke. We are here to stay. We are here to prove ourselves. And that's it. No, enough said. And we clinched the playoff spot before the Lakers. That, exactly. Very true. Very true. Lakers fans aren't going to like that one. <laughs> We're the real bubble frauds. I know there's some <laughs> pods out there that disagree with us. Mm. Oh. <laughs> bubble <laughs> frauds. Uh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, I don't know about y'all, but like, I feel like I've never been so hyped about a simple playoff clinch ever. Like, for Miami to just simply, I feel like after everything they went through, to just simply clinch the playoffs and to do it before the team, the other teams out there, 
you know, that's something huge to think about. And I'm so happy to see how far this team has went. You know, it's clear that this isn't the same team we saw in the beginning of the year, the same team that people were concerned about. You know, there was a lot of people saying that come trade deadline, we should be sellers, not buyers and all that. You know, but we were able to turn it around. And because of that, I'm very happy. However, you know, job's not finished, though, because right now we are the fifth seed. And while great that is, you know, all it takes is one loss for us to fall back down to the sixth seed. And obviously, you know, we'd want to finish in the four or five um, position, which is possible. You know, Philadelphia, they have the first seed locked up pretty much. I mean, they haven't officially clinched it. But, I mean, come on, after this Heat game, all they have to do is just beat Orlando twice on their home court, by the way, in Philly. So it's not like it's going to be a hard task for them. They play Milwaukee. That's the game I'm concerned about because, you know, they're, I think they're competing with Brooklyn for that two seed right now. So we'll see how Miami shows up for that game. And then I mean, who do you, oh, no, you can keep going. And then, like, after that, we played Detroit, which we should win, assuming that we'll continue seeing the same competitive Miami Heat team. And, yeah. We're going to beat the Sixers and the Bucks, and somehow we're going to lose to the Pistons. That's just how we operate. Yo, I'm going to be so heated if that goes down. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I can see why uh, Milwaukee, you'd be scared for that. Because, I mean, either way, if we end up in a 6-7, we're going to end up either going against Milwaukee or Brooklyn, which are two teams we want to avoid. I mean, we're probably going to run into them later in the playoffs, but it would be a, it would be really upsetting to get a first-round exit from either of those teams. So, fourth, fifth seed is ideal playing at playing either Atlanta or New York. So, and what I was going to say earlier, I mean, I can see why you weren't as nervous. You said you weren't as nervous, Joel, or, or you said people were like nervous. Yeah. Like people were nervous, you know, they didn't know if this team was going to go far or anything, or if they would even make the playoffs and that, you know, we should like sell certain pieces and just focus on next year and all that. I mean, I can see why people would have been nervous about, yesterday's game because or whenever this pod airs the previous game against Boston that we clinched our playoff spot because if we were to lose like say we did lose this game we would still have to try our best to beat Milwaukee and Philly and Detroit I mean Detroit shouldn't be a hard game you know but Milwaukee and Philly are scary I mean I'm not scared of them personally but like knowing what they're capable of doing and knowing how we operate it it could have been a bad I'm sorry heat in five could be heat and four soon, but yes, until then, heat and five. But um yeah. Do you think Haslam's gonna make his breakout game in Detroit? I really hope so. I feel like He's... they have to do it in the Philadelphia game because that's the last Yeah, because that's at home. Oh, he has to do it at a home game? I mean, he doesn't have to, but you want to put him in front of the heat home crowd. Oh, that's yeah. very true. Who's that girl that said that the um the Heat weren't gonna get a first round exit? I mean, the Heat were gonna get a first round exit because he got traded from Philly. Oh, I forget her Crystal- name. Oh, Crystal Rich. I don't. I don't forget yes, you. Her. Crystal Rich. What was I gonna say? If the Heat beat Philly in the upcoming game, I'm gonna at her, bro. I don't care because Yo. that's a big slap in the face. She said it last. She said it last season. The Heat are gonna have a first round exit since they traded yeah. Jimmy Butler. He's gonna get no minutes on the bench. Blah 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 blah. Um. 
but then look what happened. You guys look like freaking clowns. You look that, like clowns. That was determined. You, that was the lie. No, Jimmy Butler would not make the playoffs. Get yourself out of here. <laughs> Mark my you know, words. If I have to say it, this, this team is going to have a first round exit. You know, I'm going to be so, so obnoxious. So incredibly <laughs> obnoxious. If we if we play this, the Knicks in the first round, take them out in four games, not even five, because they don't even deserve the respect of five. And then we have to match up against Philly. I'm going to be so obnoxious. You're going to hate me. Everybody on Twitter, even Heat fans themselves, are going to freaking despise me because those two fraud, fraudulent franchises don't deserve any respect. And I can't wait for that. I'm going to be so, so freaking annoying. Yo, it is freaking. It, this ain't no. And this is why people say Heat Twitter is toxic. Yeah, this is not any regular Heat vs. the World pod, y'all. Like, this is... Oh, I'm going to show I'm toxic. Yo, this is... This is Heat vs. the the freaking universe, bro. Come on now. Like, my goodness. (laughs) Y'all come out. Y'all come out ready to swing at some of these people. Okay. But, um, let's see. Moving forward. So, now, we look at this schedule... Not only for the Heat, but for these other teams as well. To those who didn't know, we're the fifth seed right now because New York lost to the Lakers yesterday. You know, I don't really see why Lakers fans hype up THT that much, but I'll hop on the bandwagon just for now because he made that shot yesterday to win it for them. So shout-outs to you, THT, if you're listening to this for whatever Yeah, random. you know what? Shout-out shout shout out to THT because yeah. even though LeBron like tried to this. screw us yet again, he tried to screw us for, like, the 15th time in his career, he didn't work. He didn't want to play. He didn't want to play because he knew Miami was going to clinch. But I, I, can't <laughs> stand these, I can't stand that, man. But, yeah, shout-out to THT for that game winner, though. Foiled LeBron's plans. <laughs> Cry, baby. <laughs> but yeah, boom. Yeah, so let's see. We looking at this playoff picture right now. I mean, how do you guys think this this um regular season is gonna end for Miami? Like, first of all, do you guys think we could go three and zero in these final three games? Because if we are able to do that, then we don't have to worry about any teams losing or whatever. Like, just simply win those three games. And we're in that four or five matchup. Like, what do y'all think? I'm confident because if Miami goes into those games, how we did these two games against Boston, then we should have no problem. Hopefully we don't blow a lead like we did the first time in Boston, but that's besides the point. But I feel like I just don't want Miami to show up for the games that they think matter most because every game counts equally as another, but just some like, I don't, I don't know how to word it, but it's just like, I don't want them to show up for the big games because they think they matter more. Like, I don't want us to beat Philly and Milwaukee and then go lose to Detroit or like w- lose to um, like a team that we should have won against these last couple of games. So, but I have faith. I think we can do it. Flash, what about you? I, I always like when we got to this stretch of the season where we needed to beat Boston and da da da, we did. Uh, I said, let's get to 40 wins. We have 38. So going at least 2-1 and one is good enough for me. We, we, us being, in the play, being out of the play-in is good enough for me, but now I want more. So 40 wins for me. I think that's realistic. I think we might drop one, one of Milwaukee or Philly, but I don't think we drop both. 
Mm-hmm. And then what about schools? What do you think? I think we have to win both. I think we have to treat them both as playoff games since, I mean, realistically, they're, they're teams that we're going to see in the postseason. And our first two matchups with them, the first one we got blown out by the Bucs. Um, second time we, we beat the Bucs. And then with Philly, both games, there was no Bam and no Jimmy. So we've never played them healthy. So, I mean, I, I'm really excited to see. A, um, hopefully both teams uh, can be healthy by the, by the matchup so we can see um, how, how these teams really stack up against each other. For sure. Like, hey, you know, hey, real quick, Joel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. I, I just, like, scrolled past this on Twitter. We broke the Celtics. If you look at their injury report for today against Cleveland, Jalen Brown's out. That's that. obvious. Marcus Smart, right calf contusion, out. Kemba Walker, left knee management, out. Robert Williams, left foot turf toe, out. You don't think that's Man. load management for playing? Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely load management because if they beat us, then they had a playoff like like chance, and like now, like they don't anymore. So I think they're definitely like resting them because like yeah, they're saving them for Charlotte. The yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're they're definitely in the plan now because we got a berth. Knicks are gonna get one, and hard, like like there's no chance for them to get a playoff berth now. So I think I I think it's rest, hopefully, because I mean I don't I don't want to see anyone hurt. We broke those fools. I really thought Kemba Walker dislocated his shoulder the first couple minutes of the game. I was like, damn, again? Yo, that was weird. Like, the dude didn't pay attention to the ball or anything. He left and then came back, like, out of nowhere. I was like, oh, he's back. Hey, who poked poked Jimmy Butler in the face? I think that was Marcus Smart. It was Marcus Smart. You know what? I was a big Marcus Smart fan last season. Because I I think I I thought the way he hustled. Boston accent. Because the way he hustled, and I was like, man, that that could be potential heat culture. But you just poke Jimmy, bro. You out of my you out of my favorites now. I mean, I don't know if this is still a thing, but like I think last season or a few seasons ago, they like got into it with each other. So, oh, like they don't like each other. I don't know. I mean, I looked it up. I bro, think- if this is a Luka Doncic and Colin Sexton type situation where they purposely injured each other, I swear I will have to throw hands. I don't think it was. <laughs> intentional i'd like to think no one does that intentionally but like i was looking it up because i wanted to re-see like the injury and and uh, um and, and on youtube it was like jimmy butler marcus smart scuffle i'm like oh okay i think that was back when he was in chicago i think so yeah uh, yeah but that's i think i think i saw what you're talking about i think that's just competitive spirit but poking the man in the eye even if it was in, unintentional man he, he and, got me messed up on and that. then um making him like questionable to return and just like him not coming back nah they said hey they said Spolstra said this after the game jimmy was warming up in the locker room with a basketball in the fourth quarter he was ready to come back if the heat blew the lead if they blew the lead but if we were good he probably would have just remained yeah just yeah he did he did remain so yeah we, i mean because we, we did we did fine we were up by 20 at one point so we were good like with a couple like minutes left in the fourth so it was okay yeah I, i'm convinced jimmy would have played if the heat didn't go on that run he'll do anything for us man i i i'd like give my left arm for that bro I, that man i swear i love jimmy butler so much so this game was like a total confidence booster though like like i mean the celtics are like a good team like they've just been unlucky this season so for us to like be able to like beat them like without our like our leader is 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 pretty big in my opinion. Yeah, it boosts the confidence up of those, especially those four guys I mentioned earlier, right? Bam, he he got his fourth quarter shine, 
And then you got Duncan, his promotion Duncan for Goran going movie crazy. Movie. Oh, I love that man, bro. He hit us what with the Kawhi right laugh. I was dying, bro. Did you see my tweet, bro? That was so funny. He he dropped the mic on Dwayne Wade. I love I it. I know he's like, I can perform all po- all positions on defense, and that's all I'm gonna say. And then just drop the mic. And he's because right. I feel like he Dwayne Wade. I feel to, like Dwayne Wade already knows to. what he's capable of. So everyone knows yeah, what he's capable ben, of. Ben so doesn't gotta need say. To explain himself. Bam doesn't have to say he that's why he he said one sentence and just moved on because Bam lets his play do the talk. He doesn't need to tell people and he doesn't need to like pay websites like Ben Simmons uh to say he's the defensive player of the year. I mean regardless so of or not he gets it, like I mean he's he he is the defensive player of the year. Like whether the NBA gives it to him, like no one's doing what he does. So there's no way you look at Rudy Gobert getting crossed up by by a Devin by Booker. a random guard, Devin Booker. You see him getting spin cycled by Steph he Curry. He hit the Heisman Trophy, bro. I died. Bam, Bam uh. walked up Steph Curry. What in the in the clutch, the uh, last game that like we played, he he, he airballed the shot when when Bam was guarding him. Yeah, so like, you know what? Incredible. That's enough of that with with it's Gobert. Steph Curry. That, like, <laughs> And you know what? That's enough of that with Ben Simmons. I am sick of this man. This man does nothing for me. Like, he's a good perimeter. He's a very good perimeter defender. But Ben does everything. He does what Gobert, Gobert, he does what Gobert does a little bit less, but he does what Gobert does plus what Simmons does. Like, that together. Ben, uh, Simmons can't Simmons is perimeter, and then Rudy's um, under the rim protection. And Ben is both. I know, exactly. Yeah. That's I, that's what I don't get. Like, how how do you put these guys that have to separate like have separate skill sets ahead of Bam when Bam has both? Knowing the NBA system, it's pretty flawed, if you ask me, based on like the All Star game and whatnot. So anything's possible. Hey, man, Rudy Go. I swear, if Rudy Gobert wins it, I will literally like stop watching basketball. I swear. He's going to. He shouldn't. He doesn't no. deserve it as much as Bam. And we're not being biased to those who are going no, to listen to yeah. this and think, oh, you're being biased because you're Heat fans. No. If you've watched us and you've watched how um, Bam Adebayo performs against other star players, I can pull up stats right now. I have, <laughs> like, I, it's it's literally, like, visual proof and it's statistical proof that he's capable of what he, everyone says he is. So, Listen, if you disagree with what I'm saying about Bam, with any, anybody out there disagrees with what I'm saying about Bam being Defensive Player of the Year, you're a Ben Simmons fan or you're a Rudy Gobert fan, which means you're either milking a cow out in Utah and not like using electricity, like most of you people out there, or you're you're just a scum of the earth like Philly fans are. Oh my god. Hey, hey, hey. No, bro. <laughs> Y'all are firing off. No, that's clutch, bro. I'm not talking about people milking cows in Utah, bro. Like what is <laughs> could have said it worse. Oh my gosh. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's move on real quick. So then another thing that's important to talk about with this Heat team is let's see, you know, let's do it real quick. How do you guys feel about Victor Oladipo? Yesterday report, um, well, not a report, but um, one of the interviewers asked, um, I, well, I think it was Ira, I don't know who, but someone asked um, Eric Spolstra, is there any update on Victor Oladipo? And his response was simply that there wasn't any update. And 
I don't know. I guess I've sort of lost hope that he'll come back for the regular season. And I'm just simply worried about if he'll come back for the playoffs. Like, how do you guys feel about it? We'll start off with you, Flash. Right. So I I genuinely think the Heat are not hiding anything. And I, I genuinely think Spo really doesn't know. I'm pretty sure the Miami front office, the trainers don't know. Because we all we've heard so far is it's it's up to Oladipo to play, so I I think he just has them wondering because not having an update is just way too weird and it's not even it it doesn't even sound like a Miami Heat thing anymore it sounds straight up like a Victor thing. Uh, I don't know if he's coming back anymore. Uh, I would hope he does maybe for at least one or two games, but this timeline is really running running thin right now uh coming back in the playoffs if you're facing a new york team or an atlanta team maybe that's it that's all right for him to come back but just to throw him into the fire against brooklyn or or milwaukee that's kind of tough so especially with honestly especially with how well none and hero have been playing on at least on offense lately and then one thing that I want, and we'll get back to this real soon, but, you know, so one thing that we've been wondering amongst ourselves, and this was like a question that was brought up that at first it seemed like a dumb question, but now moving forward, this seems more realistic. Like we all agree on the idea that assuming Oladipo returns, if it is in the playoffs, he's coming off the bench for the time being, right? Like he'll probably work himself up to, play as a as a starter if he comes back he's starting that's still no matter what no matter how these guys has played that's still my opinion he's going to start if he comes back now the, the question is if he comes back see because that's yeah because that's the thing i'm just like skeptical about because i i personally had the mentality he would always start for us when he'd come back but i never knew it would take as long as it's taken right now. So it kind of has me skeptical about that. What about you, Ange? Copyright, copyright, copyright. No, you're allowed to play eight seconds of it. She's good. I didn't even play like two anyways. um, But no, I'm... I'm sad. I miss all the depot, bro. He's over here posting freaking Facebook mom memes on his Instagram story. And he's at the games, too. So it's not like he's, like, not here. He's definitely here. I feel like Spo wants to save him for playoffs if he ever comes back. So um, I'm just hopeful that he's going to be okay enough to return and healthy enough to, like, play again. But as for starting him, I feel like Spo as, like, and Spo and Oladipo both are going to take this injury into, like, accountability and thinking, like, it was as serious as it was. Maybe it could have been, like, a freak accident and he just, like, overthinking it. But considering how long he was out for, almost, be- like, a, a month and a half he's been out for, and he's missed the majority of the games this season, I feel like Spo would wait out a little bit, maybe start none a little bit more, and then as, like, time goes on, then they'd put him back into the starting lineup, so... I'm confident that he can. He's healthy enough to come back. So, Jules, what about you? I don't think he's gonna come back. Um, I don't know. I don't like the. I don't like like the quote unquote diagnosis that's on the injury report, like knee soreness. Like it just feels like very 
like wishy-washy like, i feel like there's more than what they're telling us and like i feel that way because like um with with the, like the different injuries this season like lebron had a high ankle sprain you know james harden right hamstring strain like it was like a very like diagnosed thing and like knee soreness i don't know like like I, knee, knee soreness doesn't keep you out for a month and a half same same Tyler hero foot soreness doesn't keep you out for six steps six seven games so the fact that he's been out for a month and a half with knee soreness does not make me super super confident that he'll be back this season i mean knowing miami they've kept like they have a tendency of keeping their injuries quiet and not announcing it like every two seconds so i feel like either this is going to be a surprise or like randomly when the heat announces their starting lineup or like injury report it Victor's going to be listed as questionable. And the whole timeline's going to go crazy because there's been literally no Oladipo injury updates about this whole knee soreness situation, whatever. So, like, Tyler's injury kind of came out of the blue. He randomly, um, the Heat was just like, oh, he's questionable to return tonight, not giving any injury updates. So I feel like the Oladipo situation is going to be pretty similar. Well, with Tyler, it looks like the time off did him some, some good. He came back with a freaking Eddie Murphy bowl cut from Dumb and Dumber. I was like, yo. He can he can have whatever haircut he wants as long as he keeps playing like this. He can be yeah, bald. Exactly. I think it's the bowl cut. I think it's the bowl cut. We gotta okay. have some more hero bowl cuts. He can have, yeah, listen, he can have whatever haircut he wants if he can if he can play like he played the last few games. I feel like it's a Boston thing with hero. I don't know why. You know, the Eastern Conference Finals 37. This game, leading score 24. I don't know. Seeing a little pattern here. Also, I feel like I feel like Marcus Smart has nightmares about Tyler Hero. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that Tyler Hero dropped like thirty plus points against Philly the last time that they played. Yeah, like thirty four. I just checked that out too. So maybe yeah. Joel Embiid, Danny Green, Seth Curry. Seth Curry. I'm gonna look it up right now because I think a lot of our like I think like Gabe Vincent and and uh, Precious Achua did did well in that game too. You know who's been very 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 quiet. Bielitsa, where is this man? He's like, like not. He's just not there. I'm oh, really confused as to why he's like I, not playing. Maybe I've said Robert? this in the last pod. I've said this in the last either. pod, man. Uh, he's too good to play. You can't. You can't yeah. be playing that that much greatness out there. I agree. Yeah, well, Edmund's pretty damn great too. So. Yeah, in the in the <laughs> in the game without um Jimmy Butler. Bam play, yeah. Bam didn't play against Philly when it went to overtime, and we and we lost by three. Gabe Vincent had twenty four. Tyler Hero had thirty four. Duncan had twenty six. Precious had seventeen and thirteen rebounds. I mean, I can see why they had those stats because Jimmy and Bam were out. Who are the players that get majority of those I think types Boron of stats? Was out too, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. But still, that's that's impressive numbers to be putting up against the number one seed. Yeah, of course. But like like I said, like when you have players such as Jimmy Goron and Adebayo, that gives bench players more of an opportunity to score those missing points from those players. So I mean, hey, Tyler can go out tomorrow or the upcoming game and have an amazing game. So it can give Vincent. So it can Precious. You know, it's a, it's never a promise with any player like towards how they're going to perform and stuff. Malik Monk is a perfect example. He went from averaging six points a game to freaking being a random heat killer. You know what I mean? So it's just you got to hope for the best and just like hope everything's going to yeah. go smoothly. Yeah, you and we said have so a pretty we pretty much have a perfect roster other than Oladipo, so we should yeah. be. Don't you, jinx it! Don't jinx it! Don't you, jinx you said it. Ah. you said soaking precious. Uh, we're we're done. We're done with precious for this season. 
I, I don't want to hear that man's name this season again because he's just been so bad. Like Can he, he had eligible? maybe one or two shining games, huh? Can he be eligible for for rookie of the year next year? Because if so, I mean, it's no, because he he's season. been active for so he's been active. That's the thing. Like the on the roster designation, he's active, so wow. he can't. But he's just he's been so inconsistently bad. Like he's had one, a couple games where you see flashes of what he can be, but not having a preseason. A good preseason, I mean, not having a a summer league, not having the ability to be sent to the Sky Force because that's where he would be because he just needs time to develop because he's just such a raw prospect. Uh, it just – we should really just be done with him this season because he he gives nothing to the team, especially in, like, big, big, time, uh, big minutes. I would probably put Bielitsa in before I put in Precious at this point. I mean, yeah, I, I personally agree with that. I don't know about y'all, but yeah. But anyways, another thing that I want to hit on real quick, you know, going back to the Celtics game, can we just appreciate Goran Dragic real quick? Because I know a lot of people were heated about how, you know, we gave this dude, you know, 18 million and all that you know, and all this other stuff. And the dude bowled out yesterday. It was amazing. You know, this felt like playoff Dragic all over again. The guy that was the leading scorer for us before he got injured. The dude was an absolute beast. I mean, I just can't help but just think about how this dude was possessed last night. Like, Flash, I know you're one of the biggest... Um, I know you're a Duncan Robinson apologist too, but you're also a big apologist for Goran Dragic. How do you feel about his performance last night. Bro, he's awesome. He's such an awesome person, and he's such an awesome player. The Heat fan, and this is just directed to you, Heat fans, who said he was washed. I don't know why he's getting minutes. He's over the hill. Why are we paying him? This is why. He shows up when it matters. He doesn't show up for the bum-ass, for the bum-ass Pistons game. Nobody cares about the Pistons. But best believe when it comes to these teams, when you need a win against Boston, against Philly, against Chicago, when we were down in the standings and we needed a win badly, what does he do? He scores 20 in the fourth quarter. Yesterday he scored, I think, like 12, 13 in the fourth quarter. Like, this dude is insane. And we're going to need him if we're going to make any noise in the playoffs, any noise. So this wash, this Goron is washed. Goron is, man, shut up. Like, just let's not do that because Goron is just so important to this team and y'all don't even realize it. Sue, and then, you know, because as the dude said himself, hopefully y'all can hear this. At least I might bring cash, too. This time I bring cash, too. Let's go. That man brings the rain. He brings that fire. Yeah, y'all already know what that dude about, man. You know, I'm I'm personally, whenever I see Goron slander, it's just crazy because it's like I feel like people really forgot how what this man was capable of doing and what he's still capable of doing. So hopefully we've seen the last of Goron slander. Like y'all know we about to see that same Goron who bowled out in the playoffs last year. Like we're about to see, well, we're already seeing it. You know, and we're going to see it more come playoff time. So, 
to all the Heat fans who've been out here slandering this dude, knock it off, okay? Like, just give the man his flowers and, you know, move on. You know, fill out that Goran Dragic apology form. And, yeah. And then, let's see. Another thing that I just want to quickly hit on is this Philadelphia game. So, personally, I'm not worried about it too much. Because, as I said earlier, um, what is it? They basically have the number one seed locked up. Because after this Heat game, they have a cakewalk schedule against a um, Magic team in which they play against them at Philadelphia, you know, both home games. So with that being said, is there anything you guys feel like we should watch out for? We'll start off with you, Flash. Right. So the two times, I think it was two, that uh, that Philadelphia has played us this year, Joel Embiid has gone off. And, well, you, yeah, right. And you know the, the, the coincidence there, the – the common denominator is Bam didn't play. Yeah. So we're actually about to get our first look at what Bam versus Joel this season looks like because he's not scoring 38 points against Bam. It's just I'm, not happening. I mean, they basically played against the Miami Heat Sioux Falls Sky Force. Like, we were, I remember we did the pod for those specific two games. Like, who exactly were they facing off against? Because, let's see, Chris Silva got a handful of minutes in that game. So that alone tells you how exactly deep we were for that specific, for those specific two games. And, I mean, let's see, you look at that, Hero and Rotten, they those two had good games, as you guys mentioned earlier. But for... The fact that Joel Embiid had to turn into prime Shaquille O'Neal in that first game against the Sioux Skyforce team, I think that alone should probably foreshadow what we might see in tomorrow's game and probably what we might see in a potential playoff matchup. If we get that 4-5 seed, there's a chance we play them in the conference um, semis, I believe. So think about that real quick. And then... Let's see, Ange, what about you? How do you feel about tomorrow's game? I'm personally very excited to see the Ben Simmons-Bam at a bio matchup just to prove, like, who's more capable or whatever. I don't know. I'm just really excited to see that. And based off their injury report, there's a lot of day-to-day, like, players like Joel Embiid, Jules' boyfriend, Matisse Thibault, um, <laughs> Gary Clark, <laughs> and Firkin, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Firkin Korkmaz. Oh, Korkmaz. Yeah, you yeah said he's, it, you out, said it, right? he's out. He's out. So... I mean, Jimmy Butler's day-to-day too, but I feel like he just, it was like a little scratch on his eye. I feel like he should be fine by tomorrow or or the upcoming game. So I'm personally pretty excited. It's going to be a very exciting game, I think. It's going to be airing on TNT, national television. Um, But yeah, I'm just excited to see that Adebayo and Simmons matchup, personally. Ben Ben Simmons is going to be the third best defender on the court. Think about that, because Jimmy and Bam are just, or I think they're just so much better. Fourth. 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 I'm gonna tell you right now that our our heat killer will not be on the offensive end. It'll be on the it'll be on the defensive end, and it will be Matisse. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Your boyfriend's questionable. Your boyfriend. I know. He heard his, <laughs> you know what? He, he he heard his hand diving for a ball. Hustle. No, listen. If he's if he's playing defense. I mean, I mean, if he plays, he's playing defense. Like, if he plays, like he's going, he's he's gonna definitely hurt us because I mean, 
he's he's, he's such a gifted player. He's such a gifted uh, defensive player. Uh, I'll correct myself. Him with uh, the, if, he, if he ever gets a jump shot, he's lethal. Yeah, he's such a gifted defensive player. It's just a shame he got drafted to Philadelphia. What a waste. I know we and and, and we definitely could have got him, but we got Hero. <laughs> I'll take it. I know, right? <laughs> no, but he would know. He definitely would be a great addition to the team. So, hey, Matisse, if you're in the offseason, want to come to Miami, you're more than welcome. You'll get some sun up. You'll get some sun down here other than in Philly. You can have all the Cuban subs you want and stop eating Philly cheesesteaks. And you make it past the second round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then also it be a shame for Philly fans, right? Not not being able to see the third round in like thirty plus years. I mean, not. I'm sorry, not thirty. I'm sorry. No, you know what I find is so when is funny? that twenty years? You know what I find so funny? Philly fans have the most to say. They're like, oh, at least we're first in the East. Okay, at least it hasn't been like like twenty plus years since Miami's been to the finals. Like, sit down. Milwaukee was first in the East last year. No, I mean this year they're first in the East. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm saying oh. Milwaukee was first in the East. You see what happened to them? Yeah, exactly. Almost got swept by us. Exactly. Listen, I'm still surprised. I mean, Kawhi made that incredible shot, but I mean, if that if that Philly team went to the went to the conference finals, like with a with a Jimmy and Ben and and, and Embiid, like I think that team could have gone far, honestly. Butler was on the court during that time too, and I saw him walk off looking so disappointed. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Butler. I know. I'm. I'm upset. So no, that was actually like a really great team. I know it was a really great team. Mm-hmm. But then, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that's um, the upcoming game against Philly. Jimmy Butler's going against his former team, so I feel like he's 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 gonna have a good game tomorrow. I have a feeling he'll show out against his former team. Be like, hey, y'all thought I was a first round exit, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't forget that Philly chose Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Brett Brown over Jimmy Butler. We robbed Al Horford. Them. We robbed he plays them. for the OKC Thunder, and you had to trade a pick to get rid of him. Think about that. If you put Jimmy Butler on this year's Philly team, lethal. Lethal. No, it's listen. A championship. Trade away Jimmy Jimmy Butler, and then they got Danny Green, and then and then and then they got Matisse. Like I swear to God, Danny Green has been everywhere. Cool. Two years ago, he was with Toronto, won a championship. Went to LA, won a championship. Now he's with Philly, the number one team in the East, bro. Like I don't. That man's been everywhere. He was with the Heat previously too. He's also no, he um, feasting. The, on Danny Florida. Green. Oh, okay. Danny Green has never played for the Heat. No. He hasn't? Bro, that was probably no. Photoshop then. That was probably Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hold well, on. I, uh, 42 minutes. Okay. Bro. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> well, I, I am worried about him in this matchup because he's I think, he, I think he leads the league or he's close to leading the league in, in corner threes. Danny I Green. have a healthy respect yeah. for Danny. Green. If he can play tomorrow like he did in that one game in the finals where he just bricked every three he took, I'll be okay with that. He's not. I hope so. I have a healthy respect for Danny Green because I don't know if you remember how good he was in the 2014 NBA finals. With And he scares me. He's a scary shooter yeah. that turns it up against Miami most of the time. So... I have a very healthy respect for Danny Green. Probably the most, the the only player on Philly that I respect like that. And then another random scrubby killer, just real quick, that to bring up is um freaking what's his name? Who's the guy? Steph Curry's brother, Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Yo, I'm I low key might be concerned. I feel like 
I remember last year when he was with Dallas. Like, didn't he have like a thirty something point game or something like that against? Yeah, this? yeah. It to me when I when I first saw the Philly matchup, I was like, yeah, it's not, it seems like a Seth Curry type of game. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot believe that Dallas traded him away for Jay Rich. Yeah, he he's such a he's such a good player. He, I think he's he was solid. like a forty percent three point shooter. Yeah, he, he just, he's not he's not his brother, but he's very good. No, and and also he's really good at taking those transition threes, which is needed sometimes when when you're when you're down and you're, and you're trying to get up fast. Like he takes those transition threes and makes them. Yeah, all respect to Josh Richardson. I wouldn't have done that deal because I don't know. Yeah, Josh no. Richardson is just such an inconsistent offensive player. He's a very good defender, of course, but this Dallas doesn't need a Josh Richardson right now. They would probably need a Seth Curry. Yeah, no, with 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 Seth Curry, I mean, I mean, what are they sitting in right now? Are they are they five or six? Whatever they are, they'd be higher with Seth Curry on the team. Yeah, they they gave they gave LA a run for their money, uh, the Clippers in the in the playoffs with Seth Curry. So, yeah, man, I don't, I I don't, I don't, I never liked that trade. Like I said, I, I, I respect Jay Rich, but he's just not a fit there, in my opinion. And can we talk about how now people are making Mavericks fans are making photoshops of Jay Rich in a Shanghai Sharks uniform? I just can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> my God, all all the Heat players that leave Miami just turn to crap. Mm, don't like, leave my team. <laughs> For real, like I remember when James Johnson would used to carry this team, mm. and now the dude has been everywhere, bro. Like, and he hasn't seen minutes like that. You have a uh, Justice Justice Winslow, just he's awful. Like dude is crap. Like he cannot play basketball anymore, and it's just sad to see. Um, and it's weird because. You know, I don't know if I've ever brought it up on the pod, but I know I've said it in, like, the group chat and everything. It just seems like whenever a Heat player gets traded from here, they're, people view it as a superstar move for some reason. Like, I remember when, when Deion Waiters was still with the Miami, people just looked at him and just made memes of him as the guy who OD'd on a gummy. The minute he went to the <laughs> Lakers, everyone was looking at it like this was a game-changing move. Like... Now the Lakers are legit a serious contender. Not saying they already weren't that season. And, like, it was just so dumb. Like, y'all looked at this guy as someone who OD'd on gummies with the Heat. And now he's with the Lakers. And y'all are looking at him like he's 2017 Dion, you know, Philly, Mr. Philly Cheese and all that. Like, make that make sense, you know? I just don't understand. And he didn't even play a single second in the finals. I don't know if he even played in the playoffs. Like... Man, I can't. I can't wait. I really can't wait till Houston gives Kelly Olynyk twenty million dollars. Yo, <laughs> my God, you sorry sack of people. Oh, that's gonna be so great. Lakers tonight. I want. I, I want. I want a Kelly Olynyk masterclass against the Lakers tonight. That'd be so funny. It's the first time he'll ever help the Heat. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Kelly, the only time he's just like not good is when he's in the American Airlines Arena. That showed in that one game. No, because I I went to that game. I went to that. I game. know. 
and like and like and like he was like balling. I mean, not. I mean, not. You were not. at the freaking like best game of your entire life. I it swear was, that was such was a good game. So fun. I was at I was at that one, and then I was also at the uh, next one where Jimmy pretended to get hurt, and I thought he was actually hurt. Terrifying, but but like Kelly was like making shots, and like and like when when he was at the free throw line, everyone would be like, "Yay, Kelly!" And then he jumped into I think none to draw a foul. And the whole arena just started booing. And the whole arena just like stopped cheering for him at that point. We're like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's funny. But oh yeah. man, he's gonna get paid so well, and it's gonna be so funny to me. Listen, if that's where he can play, good. I mean, like, good for him. You know. I feel so bad. I forgot Bradley got traded to that team too. I saw him play in the Houston game. I was like, oh yeah, Bradley's on that team with Olenek too. Kelly yeah. said this. He'd rather have you know stats so than win annoying? games. You know what's so annoying? The fact that Avery Bradley came back as soon as he got traded. Like, bro, what were you waiting for? Like, you could have came no. back earlier, bro. I was I so think, mad. I think he knew. I mean, I don't think he knew, but, like, I think the organization. I mean, I mean, Pat Pat Riley, you know. Knew he was going to get traded or knew he was going to, like, wait to come back? No, I think, I think he was being held out because he was going to get traded. Oh. The only reason why – I mean – yeah, I mean, the only reason I think why Kelly played is we literally needed him to play, but... I mean, I technically, we didn't him. need him to play. Who are we going to put at power forward, Tyler? I'd put, <laughs> I'd put anybody at power <laughs> forward or Kelly. I'd put Udonis Hazem starting at 40 years old at power forward before <laughs> I'm, I, so I'm happy with putting Kelly. I uh, want him to come into the game and just and just be the best player on the court, and everyone's like, oh, where is he... Can we sub in Udonis Haslam next game and put him on Joel Embiid right away? I would just laugh. To see what that looks like. I would laugh. He'd get like 10 rebounds in 10 minutes. Pull a Dwayne Deadman. Deadman. Oh, I love Deadman. Me too. <laughs> He's been so good. I, I, re- I really want I really want. Weren't him you the one here. talking down to him, though? I did. And I fully, and on this pod, on Twitter, I fully admitted I was wrong. And I freaking love that I was wrong. Such a good addition. Best 21 in Heat history. Exactly. No, that was my no bad comments from me. I don't think he's made a single mistake since he's joined the Heat. Right. I feel no, like Spo, like with him and like getting new players on our team, I feel like he has the potential to like fully maximize them. He did it with Jimmy Butler. He did it with Dragic. He's doing it with Deadman. He's doing it with a reason. You know what I mean? No, Deadman has like really good like IQ. Right. So helpful. Cause like in like in like the non Jimmy and non Bam minutes, like he's on the court. He's the big man we always needed. Yeah. Yeah, we always like, used to be scared at the non Jimmy, non Bam minutes. Mm-hmm. We used to be scared. We're like, oh damn. But, <laughs> oh damn. No, there's but been Deadman's in there. We're like we've been down, and Deadman has come in and like saved us all. <laughs> like. Yeah, well, you had you had that little combo of Dragic and Deadman just putting numbers on fools. It's great. <laughs> no. It's- Deadman's great. And now it's Goron. And now it's Goron, Hero, and Deadman. But yeah, anyway, man, he has a good bench. Really good addition, Deadman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyways, it looks like it might be time to close out soon. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up real quick, or? Mm, Jimmy dropping forty tomorrow on his old team. Mm-hmm. Yo, he finna come out. Sam's with locking Amari. up Benson's. He finna oh come yeah, out with Amari Stoudemire type goggles and bowl out. You feel me? <laughs> Drop six. Yeah, I remember one that one game where where Dwayne Wade had Dwayne Wade had migraines and he came out with goggles and just lit the place up. 
I need something like that. I feel like every Heat player with goggles, like LeBron and D Wade, they just light it up. If Jimmy comes out with with a with a mask or something, headband Jimmy, headband Jimmy, Jimmy. Listen, I I do that. That there's gonna be four accounts called Mask Jimmy in. In the mask, yeah. mask Jimmy's yeah, burner. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Mask Jimmy's burner. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joel. You or know, Tyler's gonna get his You know, own. I can't close out this thing without uh, giving Duncan Robinson his roses. His. <laughs> he's been playing so well. He's. He, I mean, have you seen the minutes that he had to play guarding? I'm playing. I'm talking about defense now. Guarding she Jason Tatum. Someone yesterday. I forgot she who it was. Lost someone. Yeah. Oh, it was Tristan Thompson. It was Tristan Thompson. Bro, yeah. that is, I'm sorry. Tristan Thompson is so bad. Yeah, he was just doing cardio out there. <laughs> he like, had like two points, three rebounds, in like and two, just thirty getting, minutes, getting like dominated by Bam. Fade away. What happened? Duncan's fade away. I know that was that? really nice. Yeah, that's that's like I saw Dirk. Like that's okay. that Dirk that Dirk fadeaway. He he's, he's been playing so well, if he and starts, he's been so consistent. If he starts making those inside shots, that I mean, I mean, he's pretty. You can get pretty close to being unguardable real quick if he got that good three point shot that he has now, and also and also an elite inside shot too. Right. So like the Heat plays so good when he when Duncan Robinson is going off like. There's no way Miami loses those types of games. When he has like five plus threes, Miami usually pulls out the win. Like that's why I keep saying Duncan is really a big role. He's a very big focal point of the Miami offense, and he makes Miami run. So he and he's been playing so well. And you don't find many people like him, let alone shooters like him in the league. I mean, he's literally a record breaker, fastest or yeah, youngest and fastest to five hundred threes in NBA history. So. There are going to be people that disagree with me, but if you don't keep him, you're making such a mistake. His contract's like, worth at least like twenty million now, no, or more or less. The way he, the way he's playing, I'm paying him twenty million. I don't care. Wasn't his get, contract already twenty million? This, like, yeah. wasn't his contract already like ten, twenty million, or fifteen? He's making like five million. Right now. Yeah, right now, he's not even. I think he's making like three million dollars. For the uh, way he's playing, that's not enough. Yeah, because it's, it's it's his first contract. Now when now he has to get his second contract, and he's playing like he's worth twenty million dollars because he completely changes the team. I think Luca's still on his rookie contract too. Is he? Yeah, or, he is. yeah that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there are these players that don't get aren't getting paid. Like it's crazy. Bam Bam is still on his rookie contract right now. He has the extension, but it's not kicking in until next year. Right so, now. Right now, Bam's making seven million dollars a year. Duncan's getting paid a million right now. Yeah. Oh, even worse. So look, this man is getting paid a million to break three, league records. He signed a three-year, three million dollar contract. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's gonna expire next season, so he'll be making much more than yeah, he's. He's the, making he's the now. best value. Like Miami got such good value. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he Isn't Hero so making more than that million. though? Isn't he's Hero making, making like more than that too? I think he yeah. is. A year or like overall? Four, I think like four a year or five, four or six uh, because he was a first round pick. So first round picks make that kind of money. Yeah, and Duncan went undrafted. So no, Tyler's getting twenty twenty one. He's he's getting he's getting three point eight right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for an inconsistent, yeah, they, they make more. First round picks make a lot. 
So I'm not I mean, a lot. How much is compared to the undrafted much. players? We're playing Ola. We're playing Ola Depot a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, he's a two-time All Star. No, I know. It's still funny though. That's just that Chewin's getting paid two point five million right now. More than yep. don't. Yeah, because he's a first-round pick. That, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. You you but pay the potential, no and when you when you draft a rookie, you pay the potential. You don't pay the player. Yeah. Anyways, let's see. Then moving forward, is there anything else y'all want to talk about? Or are we ready to call it an episode? Heat and five, Fine. possibly heat and five. four. If it's New York, it's heat and four. Yeah. I love how you said heat and five at the same time, though. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Those, <laughs> those podcasts out there, wink, wink, that say that that New York can take us, get some help. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. are the, those are probably the same pods that um are in the like the teams are in the play in. Yikes, bro. <laughs> People got crazy when I said that Bam was gonna dominate Julius Randle, please. But anyways, with that being said, and just a final reminder to y'all, because y'all already know what's up. We in the playoffs, y'all. Let's get this. <laughs> Everybody wrong. Everyone was sitting here saying we wasn't going to the playoffs. Here we are, though. Here we are. We got a playoff spot before the Lakers. We got a playoff spot before the Celtics. How y'all feeling right now? Because I'm feeling amazing. So with that, this music is a whole mood. Yo. So with that, nothing like non-copyright music. Yep, that's right. (laughs) So without further ado, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast. And we out. On Twitter at Heat vs. The World underscore. And we'll see you guys next time in a brand new episode. We out. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the Heat vs. The World podcast. <laughs>